dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Boss. And Hazel. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. Inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You can't make this up, podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Fellas, how was the week? Oh, shit, that's how messed up I am, dog. <laughs> Episode. 321. 321. You drunk over there? No, nah, I wish. I wish. I wish. <laughs> Fellas, how was how, the week? How was how was your week? You never Yeah, you never how was your off. week? Yeah, you gotta start us off because you sound like Tom Lope right now. Uh <laughs> y'all see, I look like shit. Everybody else hears I sound like shit. And uh, you know, I'm gonna blame it on killer. I'm gonna blame Damn. it all on killer. You Damn. know? This man jinx me. This man jinx me. No, on a serious, seriously, seriously, no. Uh, Friday kicked off the food drive over there at the firehouse, and Troutwood was out there all day long. From uh, got out there like about uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock. Was out there till two o'clock broadcasting. Ran back to the station, handled some business there, then came oh, home. Oh, help out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how was that? You you kind of breeze through that. That's that's kind of no big no, time. no no uh, no no no. I ain't breeze through nothing. <laughs> we definitely got oh, okay. <laughs> so that was that was Friday. Friday went off without a without a hitch. Then uh, Saturday comes. Now this is where Dizzle comes into play. As Dizzle knows, it's a pair of sneakers that came out on Saturday, and I uh, asked for his assistance. Thank you for trying, but uh, you know you were unsuccessful. I thought I was unsuccessful. My cousin tried for me. He was successful. And then I found out about an hour, hour and a half after I was successful, too. So I was able to obtain the sneakers that I wanted so desperately. Uh, the bots were real. It was real in the field in the sneaker game. And then I would say probably around, what was it, noon? That's when we get a text from Killer in the group chat talking about my vocal cords. Yeah, so that so that was no that was Friday. Was that Friday? Because I was off work Friday, and I went to see Black Panther at ten a.m. Friday morning. Okay, okay. So we had heard you on the radio on the way to the movie. Okay. And the first thing the wife said, "What's wrong with Kim?" I'm like, "I don't know. He do sound a little Tom Lokish. Let me let me ask." <laughs> So that's what I asked. You sick? What's going on? No, I was Gucci. I was Gucci. Now, I, you know how it is now when you sniffle or cough anytime, you kind of paranoid. So like Wednesday during the sports show, I had a couple cough, cough. But it wasn't, you know, I'm over here dying, grasping for air or anything like that. You know, Mm -hmm. just cough. It's cool. Pretty much same thing on Thursday. Didn't think nothing of it. Maybe one or two on Friday. Oh, but by Saturday afternoon, yeah, it was full-blown coughing fits. 
Mm. So Saturday, I'm at the firehouse. I get there at 9.30, doing everything on the sneaker. I try to secure those shoes. That was priority number one. Uh, <laughs> so I do my part of the food drive. Then I got to go back to the station and run the board for the second half of the food drive all the way up until 9 o'clock that night. So I would say by like 4.30, that shit just start hitting me like a ton of bricks. Start feeling like shit. And I'm like, damn, yo, am I sick? And then, you know, you start to question yourself, am I sick or I just, you know, one of them feelings? And then, like, by six, like, oh, nigga, you sick. <laughs> you full-blown sick right now, bro. So I'm like, well, fuck. Obviously, I can't be around a whole bunch of people because I don't know, you know what I'm saying, if it's the flu, if it's COVID or whatever. So I knew I wasn't going to the firehouse on Sunday. So I get home, tell the wife. I'm sick. She gave me the, oh, damn. She immediately, you know, get the soup for your boy. And I, I took the Theraflu, and I was KO'd to the next morning. And when I woke up the next morning, nigga, my head was pounding. Pounding, mm. bro. Like You take your temperature? Oh, yeah. I was. I didn't take one, but I was sweating. Take <laughs> an at-home COVID <laughs> test? Hey, that was my next question. I did take at-home COVID test. I am COVID negative, but I don't trust that at home. I, I need to go get my nose tickled <laughs> for me to officially believe that I don't have COVID. But I do feel a lot better than I did uh, on Saturday and Sunday. Still definitely not 100%, but I feel a lot better. Um, but it's been drinking a whole bunch of fluids and just so, trying to get back on my Grizzly, man, so I can be able to bash on Thursday. So for our avid listeners and the ones that especially listened last week, because y'all sure tried to give me some Nas uh, razzle-dazzle. We'll get into well, that. We don't get to that. Sure. But if I'm not mistaken, isn't this day one of vacation? Uh, no, tomorrow will be day one of vacation. I normally don't take vacation starting on Mondays. I like to go to work on Mondays to handle, especially for events like this, with uh, the holiday help up. I got a whole bunch of recaps to write up and send off to our sponsors and everything. So... I did part of that today. I didn't finish it all up today, so I'll finish it up probably after the pod or something like that. So I like to do all that, and then I go on vacation. So I worked from home today, and then tomorrow is the start of the vacation. So we got to get better by tomorrow because we yeah, can't go on some vacation sick. Man, just sitting in the bed, laying in the bed. It was like one of them, like I slept so much on Sunday. Like, I really couldn't even go back to sleep today. Like, I was just so knocked out. And I went to bed yesterday, last night, probably like about 8.30. And then I woke up this morning, probably about 7.30. So I was so knocked out, like, I really wasn't able to go back to sleep. So, but I'm going to be knocked out again tonight. We can't waste vacation days and sick days together. We got to use them separately, so. That's <laughs> a fact. That's a fact. I've definitely got some hours that I'm going to be rolling over to 2023 for sure. How was the uh, holiday help out though? I think my last memory was uh, the year of the tornadoes, and I know mm-hmm. niggas came up and showed out for that. But then you know, COVID happened, and kind of on the uh, I guess the outskirts of COVID, like folks ain't really masked up, you know. So it, is it like is it standing strong? What, what was the turnout yeah. looking like? So you talk about COVID. There were two people out there with masks on, me and the wife. (laughs) Nobody else had a mask on. 
So that's one. I mean, I ain't saying I got it from them. It could have been somebody at work because they will go unnamed on this podcast, or at least while we're taping, somebody at the office was uh walking around sniffling and coughing like a maniac on Wednesday in a meeting that we had, and then mm. she actually called off because she was sick, so she was unable to help during the holiday help out. So mm. I personally think I got it from her, but you know, you never somehow can. killer got blamed. Well, it definitely, <laughs> it definitely <laughs> and then and then Sunday even got even worse because my Steelers lost to the Bengals, so it was just a just a cluster. It was just a cluster, man. Saturday started off with a bang, and then it started to go downhill as I got sick, and then my team lost. But you asked about the holiday help op. It was it was great. You know, the, the two days I was out there, it was great. Um, I actually talked to Faith a little bit yesterday as she was wrapping things up. And, you know, that, that's the part that makes you feel bad because I'm not there to, you know, finish it through, you know, finish packing the bags, be able to go to distribute the food to the um, to the to the people and everything. So, like, I missed out on that part this year. But uh, we our goal was to have donate to over 150 families. We did uh, 250 families and we were able to restock half of the pantry at the Good Neighbor House. So, yeah, we did our thing. Well, the listeners did their thing. The listeners did their thing. Super congrats on your hard work. That's that's dope. For sure, for sure, for sure. Killer, Killer, how was your week? Man, I had a, I don't know, decent week, I guess. Um, Kind of got a little break from DJ. I got a few weeks off, um, but the kids is home from 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 school, so that's all this week. As far as last week, all the I did that was fun it was Friday. I told you I went and saw Black Panther. Um, we went to the ten o'clock showing. Yeah, yeah, Wakanda Forever. Who cares? Was, was you crying first thing in the morning? No. So actually, um, don't lie, I, killer. I only cried, or it only got me per se. I didn't really cry. It just got me. It was at the very end at the credit that Dizzle did to stay to watch. <laughs> That's what got me. Everything else, I was cool. <laughs> now, now the wife went and saw it last week with the kids, so this is her second go around. With the kids, she cried once. With me and being a little more focused, not having to tend to the kids, she cried three times. So. I saw her over there losing it. I'm like, damn. Yeah, man. It was going down. She had she had three cries as well. So your three cries are valid, Kev, because both of y'all are the two most uh, model <laughs> people I know. One thing I brought to the table, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to go ahead and just ask it now. So you t- Why ain't none of the um, other Marvel characters come to Black Panther funeral, man? Man, I seen that floating around on Twitter. That yeah. now. Now Avengers showed up, not even uh <laughs> not even the winter soldier. And he got his arm repaired by the Wakanda people. He ain't even come out there. They let mm. him live on their land and he ain't come out there for the service. Uh yeah, man. What's up with yeah. that? What's up with that? I don't, I don't like know, that. man. I don't know. Wasn't in the budget. <laughs> no, it's Disney. <laughs> they got the budget. They got the right. No, I think uh I I'll, I'll play it off like this. Since they really almost took it from uh, Chadwick Boseman's real life. Nobody knew that he was battling cancer. They basically put that into the movie like nobody knew what T'Challa was battling 
in his personal life outside of being a Black Panther. So they kind of mm-hmm. kept it in house. So I, I like to look at it that way. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. But other than that, man, I've been working at Edible on the weekends. I've been, you know, my, my Bengals did pull out the win. I fell asleep fourth quarter. I was tired. I was confident in the win, so I wasn't really tripping. So, you know, you know, we always split. It happens every year. So it's just another, another year in Bengals and the Steelers hoopla. But, um, my fantasy team, Dizzle kicked my ass. Um, did I? Yeah. It ain't over yet. <laughs> Man, you had Pollard, and Pollard had a career night, and my, my Kelsey wasn't enough. So I don't even know if I have Kelsey in that league or not. I might not even have him in that league. But, yeah, you got him. Yeah, so those those two kind of canceled out, but my team was Trizzy Trash. So um, other than that, man, it's just a regular week. Getting ready for Thanksgiving. Speaking of fantasy football, I got my third victory of the season. Uh-oh. Hey. Come back, kid. Come back, kid. We Let's out see what there. that does to the playoffs. Does that do anything <laughs> to the playoffs? Uh, Dizzle, did you watch the post credit scene on YouTube yet? From Black no, Black. I didn't. I forgot about it. This guy. This guy. Do I need to watch it, though? Absolutely. Yeah. It's vital yeah, to the do. story. It's vital to the movie. <laughs> it ain't going to hit you the same now. Are they ever? Uh, so I do got a question because I was talking about this with some other Marvel heads. Are they ever going to recast T'Challa? Like, there's more comic stories. You okay, have to watch okay. <laughs> you probably yeah. A lot of your questions might be answered. Okay, okay. Uh, but for me, man, <laughs> uh, I I was tempted this week. This week, temptation was around the corner lurking. Uh oh, hey, poor hub got you. No. <laughs> I've been going strong. I, I feel like uh at this point I'm um I think I got a grasp on that aspect. I think <laughs> drinking is turned into the hardest to not do because I had two friends givings that I went to, uh one on Friday night and then one on Saturday night. And I'm usually as soon as I get there taking shots, tequila, chugging beers, like doing something, but big sober. Everybody playing drinking so you games. Made you made it through both of them. I made it through both of them. Congrats. And I literally was the, drinking water. I'm drinking with them. Like whenever the shits is going around and we playing the game, take two shots. I'm taking shots of water. I think I think I drank five or six bottled waters Saturday night. <laughs> so how's the peer pressure for that? Surprisingly, they every everybody both nights they were super supportive. And I'm letting them know, I'm like, damn, I'm trying to take a shot. Nah, don't do it, don't do it. You about to leave anyway. Like, you good, you good. So. Yeah. See, I think that's where the clock switches. If you were in your 20s, motherfuckers back, come on, man, just one. But now you're you in pussy. your 30s. You're yeah. pussy. Like, they're going to hit you with it. You're going to get hit with it. <laughs> once you hit the 30s, people become more supporting of, you know, saying your goals and things that you got going on in your personal life, man. That's dope. Because I yeah. remember at the beginning of this, I asked you, did you have an, some important kickbacks, some family gatherings, and you said there was a couple. But you also said this is why you wanted to do it, to make sure you were mentally strong enough to get through, though. So you yeah, you just in the junk right now. It's that week. So, so this is the, Yeah. Yeah. And this week is going to be another – it's going to be a replay of that because you know Thanksgiving is on Thursday. Ooh. Family coming into town. Uh 
my wife's family's the real drinkers. <laughs> and that's like we supposed to be hitting both of their houses. So this is gonna be this is another uh testing week for me. You got it, but bro. Nah, appreciate it, appreciate it. But yeah, shit, outside of that, man, this is just filling. What are you gonna drink on your first weekend back to drinking? I don't know. I, I'm thinking this month may really change how I I get down with it, man. Porn, drinking, exercising, like all of that. Um, I'm I'm hoping that this month kind of changes my lifestyle in that regard. Because um, I really would be drinking throughout the week, sipping here and there. On the weekend, we definitely taking shots and drinking while we clean. Like, I'm hoping that this will change that. So December 1st, I might not drink. I don't know. I'm going to be chill. What's up? I did fuck up my workouts though. I, I fucked up my workouts. I didn't. It, it's been about two or three days that I missed. Just forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be all right. Everything you else, been, you ain't doing the other two, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything else been solid though. But the, shit, that's about it. Big been chill. Like I said, I got family coming in. Uh. Tomorrow, I got brother in Atlanta. He's driving up. I got a brother in Virginia. He's driving up. Um, so shit, I'm just gonna be kicking it, kicking it all week. Thanksgiving on Thursday, I ain't cooking nothing. I'm a taste tester. <laughs> so shit, you touched on it a little bit. Let's get the updates on no blank November. You already touched on your situation, Dizzle Killer. You. You you officially back on the candy gang. What's good? Oh yeah, I'm in the clear. I was waiting for the cue so I can get these chips popping live. You know what I'm saying? I'm back. <laughs> um, nah, um I really been mild with it. Um today was a bad day. I really wanted some snacks today. Um people at work was ordering food. I didn't partake in that. I haven't I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna order no food for sure the rest of November. I'm trying to do the rest of the year and kind of really like lock that in because it's such a waste. I spend ten, fifteen, twenty dollars three or four times a week ordering all that food that really wasn't the greatest, and half the time they miss something. And you know, say it just it just that's that's eighty to a hundred dollars that I could be spending on you know my child's hair appointment or whatever. You know, what I'm saying so cold French fries. Yeah, I never. You try to eat at work, something happens, and then you got to make a decision on what you're going to eat, whether it be the fries first and then reheat the sandwich or you're going <laughs> to let it all go to cold and air fry it when you get home. Like, I'm I'm done with that. So, uh, but as far as the uh, – I made it through. I, I held strong. I didn't I didn't break on none of the things I said I was going to do. So, I haven't had a drink yet, um, but I will. <laughs> Soon, soon. Me and the wife have already talked it out, so we this week for sure. But uh, I, I, I get like this in the winter months, and then I fade by like February. And I'm trying to like set smaller goals that aren't fadeable, like like just something I can know I can attain monthly versus like a long term winter goal. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. That's how it starts, man. Day by day, take one day at a time. Back. Yep. But that porn ain't going nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) So I had every excuse in the world on Saturday night because I know I'm sick. 
I know I'm gonna miss the last day of the holiday help out. I'm gonna miss getting all the pictures, doing all the good deeds. I want to get like a whole pack of soft batch cookies and bash them to myself and <laughs> my sorrows away. But being I was so sick, I didn't even feel like stopping. I was like, man, I just want to go home. I just want to get home as soon as possible and take a shower, drink this Theraflu, and go to bed. So that worked to my favor being so sick that I I didn't feel like stopping. So, and now that I'm fully blown sick and all that, we don't have an appetite like that. Um, so I'm good on on the sweets. I'm I'm sure uh, come Thursday Thanksgiving, you know, we're gonna have some some good treats around the house that I'll definitely partake in and definitely gonna get my drink on uh, for these couple three days. But I'm gonna go back to standard protocol. I'm gonna Try to limit my drinking to like Saturdays only, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a beer every day, you know what I'm saying? Then really turn up on the weekend, like it is kind of pointless because I'm just drinking a beer watching something on TV. So I hope these are habits <laughs> that, you know, we all can keep going for the long term, man. So, you know, I know it's not over yet, but, you know, I'm proud of us, man. Proud of oh, us. It's over for killer. I'm celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. What we got? You got two more weeks. <laughs> you got it, man. But shit, Dizzle, give us the Kyrie Irving update. Uh, yeah, served served the eight game suspension. Um, played his first game yesterday, last night against. I don't even know who they played. The Grizzlies played against the Grizzlies. Uh, I didn't hear any boos from the fans. Actually, outside of the Barclays Center, uh, Hebrew Israelites were out there chanting in support of Kyrie, handing out flyers. Uh, so the, you can see the support. The support is definitely there for him. I might even cop me a Kyrie jersey. Uh, but yeah, man, he's back. He's back on the court. What I do like is that there wasn't much chatter about the list, you know, outside of the Nets presenting the list to the public, which wasn't necessary. But outside of that, we haven't really heard much of how he's completing, how he's progressing. Um, but, yeah, after eight games, he's he's back in the league. I don't think he's about to be taking no time off. Um, so, yeah, for at least for now, it looks like it's done. They were trying to throw questions at him in the, uh, after the game press conference about it and about the folks outside the arena. And he, he basically deflected and just said, let's talk about basketball. So at least for now, we chill. <laughs> I got to commend Kyrie on how he handled this, how he handled this latest press conference. Ideally, that's how they wanted him to handle the very first one. You know, show remorse, show contrition and all those, you know, keywords and buzzwords that make people really feel like he means what he's saying as opposed to being extra nonchalant and next question and everything that came his way. And uh, when that happened, uh, I tweeted out like, all right, this is the third apology, third public apology made. Like, are we done here? And, you know, you know, I do the sports show and a lot of people reply back I would never want him on my team and I don't do get into a whole back and forth with people on social media but all I can think is there's nothing he could say to make people that already have a certain feeling about him and the things that he's 
posted on the social media that are going to get him on his side. So there's really nothing. And now that he's apologized, he's served his suspension or whatever, it is time to move on. And the sports world has really moved on, too. If you watch SportsCenter or you watch uh, Skip and Shannon, they they talk about it. And then they move on to the next thing. And that's how media is like they're on to the next story because this story isn't moving like that anymore. You know, so I think this story has run its course. And I think that's best for everybody involved and especially for Kyrie can continue on with his basketball career and all that. Agreed. Um, the basketball for me was subpar, but I know he got a lot going on mentally. Cause you know I'm a DraftKings guy, so I'll be looking at the, <laughs> at, at the full box score, and he had 26 minutes, 14 points, five rebounds, two threes, a steal, a block, four turnovers, and three fouls. So you know, not the best, but hopefully he can get back to you know mentally concentrating on his craft. Cause I know he's been all over the place, having to defend his character and defend shit that he should have to defend as a as a you know. Basketball player, but he puts himself sometimes in these positions, like like Kev said, with his nonchalant and just kind of the way he moves. So, you know, kind of comes with the territory. But all in all, I hope, like Kev said, I hope we're done with it. I was going to say the same thing. That's apologies number three. How many do it take? Mm-hmm. Kyrie three, Will Smith one. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, just, just, Got two more to go. Like, what's going on here? So, you know, you know it's just one of the things where just kind of want it to be over. Let's just talk about the basketball that I am still a fan of. I still support Kyrie. Um, just hope that uh, it can be about the basketball. In other NBA news, stop the press. The Lakers have a three-game winning streak. AD, yay, yay, is falling. LeBron is not playing. Uh, but Dizzle, how do you feel about your Lakers being on a three-game winning streak and Russ vying for sixth man of the year? Everything coming into fruition, man. That's all I'm saying. You guys speaking into existence, man. You never got to – you don't give up on the GOATs, man. That's all I'm saying, man. Nah, bro. It's all, it all goes through AD, though. It's, it's pretty yeah. clear. And I've mentioned this, and I'll make sure I mention it again. LeBron going to have to change the way he plays. Because when he's not out there, the ball moves faster. They run it through AD, which is what they said they should be doing. It looks good. Because um, LeBron, he get out there, he do his little side-side shit and just burn the shot clock down. Like people, They don't got enough shooters to play that way. So uh, he's going to have to change the way he plays at this point. He's not as fast. No. He, he, he can't shoot as well. Like He's going to have to switch it up. Would you say that I'm a go ahead? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, so my two questions are Would you say that this is how LeBron been playing for the last seven, eight years that he coasts through the regular season and tries to turn up last three weeks of the regular season and get into the playoffs? Sometimes yeah. he gets them there, sometimes he don't. My thing is also with AD, we've seen these 30 or 40 good games before. You know, he has the history of not being eight game strong and you know that's what that's the difference like when, when if ad could be healthy and play like this he might have 60 of these games and it's a different outcome for the lakers but when he only playing 30 40 50 at best games you know what i'm saying that ain't it's not adding up to a successful season so i just 
I'm not impressed. I, I mean, AD hooping. I'm not gonna try to hate that you're not hooping, but I'm just that's this ain't this ain't the answer for them overall. They gotta shake that up. So LeBron James has been in the NBA for 20 years. He's not changing his game for nobody. <laughs> and <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, he shouldn't have to. <laughs> like, hey man. He's LeBron James, man. He's try- we trying to win. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my game for a dude that plays 50 games a year. Stop it. Now, if he does, I'll, I'll salute him. And if if he does and it works out in their favor, I'll salute him even more. But when LeBron get back, we run into LeBron James' offense because <laughs> he's LeBron James. <laughs> because when you have a player like LeBron James, the ball goes through LeBron James. It makes no sense in year 20 at this pace for him to be doing that same little side to side for 16 seconds out of the shot clock and then swinging it over to Kendrick Nunn with air ball three. Like, that ain't it, bro. We can't do that. I always laugh when he be doing this before they get the ball and they get some trash. It be, be some trash. trash. Or the, or the look down. <laughs> yeah. That's his signature move, man. He ain't been hitting it. He ain't been hitting it this year. When it but goes in, they, it's all love. <laughs> they've been looking man, good still, without him, man. He's still 6'8". That's a long step back for somebody 6'8", Pauls. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so Dizzle, if you were the GM, and I'm the owner of the Lakers, and I give you the green light to trade LeBron or AD. Who would you trade? I'm trading Anthony Davis. Easy. I think it, I think our argument about LeBron James' offense just spoke for itself. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see LeBron winning with some other key players. If LeBron, if eighty ain't with LeBron or on another super team, damn near, he ain't taking on nowhere. I don't got no faith in AD by himself as the main guy or building my team around him. Lots of things going on in the association. The Jazz are still hooping. <laughs> Day twelve and six. How long will it last for the Utah Jazz? I mean, they try to tank so they can get uh old buddy. What's the old buddy name? Vic. Yeah, there you go. Vic, Vic W. <laughs> Vic W. But they 12 and 6, man. They just beat Portland the other night. Uh, what's up with these dudes, man? They 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 really think they're trying to win a lot of games this year. Yeah, it's Cold a surprise thing. to see them playing this well. But they, uh, yeah, they doing their thing out there. Uh, they marketing out there? Yep. Balling. Yeah. Yep. That's who the Cavs came up to get, uh, Mitchell, he's he's fitting in nicely with that offense. Um, they're playing good ball, but I don't see them being no more than – they'll be five through eight. I don't think they'll be top four. Shit, at this yeah. rate, the champs playing sub-500 basketball, the champs, the Warriors, they eight and nine, and Steph's been balling out of control. And they ain't won a road game, I don't think. Or if they have, they won one road game all year. No, nah, man, I, I don't think the Jazz is going to stick in there. Um, same with the Kings. 
Kings is looking good too this year. Shout out to Mike Brown. Yeah, yeah. Now he got he got him balling. But you're looking at teams like Dallas. That's not going to be as low in the ranks. You're looking at Golden State. You're looking at the Lakers. That's not about to be this low in the ranks. Like are they? And I don't know. <laughs> they play the second worst team in the West. I don't think they're gonna stay that way. I think as long as AD is healthy and playing the way he playing, they gonna win games, man. You gotta believe, bro. I don't believe in the Spurs, <laughs> right, the right, Thunder. So, so I don't question, believe in the bro. Wolves. This, this is this is legit real question. Will Anthony Davis miss his customary twenty games before or after the All Star break? Those are my only two options. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can say in the playoffs if you like. No, I don't think he, I think he's gonna uh, miss games throughout the season. I don't think he's gonna have a twenty game stretch where he's out for twenty. But I do think he's gonna be week. You know, certain weeks he's day day to day. You know what I mean? And he will miss twenty games, but it's gonna be kind of spread out little by little, kind of how how he was doing this year. This this season so far. Fair enough. Killer? Is Killer froze? I think he froze. He froze a real high. <laughs> nah, man. But I in the Warriors, they, they're they playing bad right now. They talking about bringing KD back, um, pulling the really? trigger on. I have heard that. It's been some... It's been some uh, mumbling, some some grumbling, but that's also due to the Nets been losing too. But you know, if they start turning it around, I don't think that that's yeah, going to happen. Simmons had a good game for the first time in two and a half years. He been balling, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's had a decent stretch. I think that was my uh, defensive player of the year pick. Uh, yeah, it it is it, good when. The folks that you know can play good, start playing good. Because Ben Simmons at one point, I think he was averaging like six points, five rebounds, six assists or some bullshit. Um, wow. But yeah, exactly. Exactly. But nah, man, he's been he's been balling and they've been winning. That's what's up. So, Killer, last week on the pod, you made some some comments that caught wind on social media about Nas. And uh, Bearded Glory tried to defend you. And somebody added Nas on there. and my boy Peanut got in the comments. Uh, you got anything else to say? Have you listened to King's Disease 3? Have you at least listened to it to, to back up your comments? I have not listened to it. I did get forced by DJ Envy with a couple of tracks that sound kind of, you know, decent. But, you know, the wind was the wind was mild at best. It wasn't a lot of wind, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. <laughs> it, it, it's what I expected from the Nas group. That's, that's about <laughs> That's about the level, you know, that was a couple, couple, couple comments here and there, you know. I had, I had some defense, so shouts to Bearded Glory for chiming in. Um, never not said Nas wasn't good. I think he, you know, I, he is a pioneer. Some of his, uh, business investments is top notch, you know what I'm saying? He, he, uh, he invested in ring doorbells before they were ring doorbells. So, you know what I'm saying? He did doing his, doing his thing. Um, but I just, it's just not, you know, some people, some people like unsweetened tea. I don't, I don't like unsweetened tea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some people just like, damn. Some Last like week he thought of like reading, a, he said he was listening to Nas like reading a book. This week the nigga <laughs> say Nas is unsweet tea. 
I'm just saying, some people like that stuff. I, you know what I'm saying? Not saying it's bad. It's just not I'll for me. I'll tell you this. If this shit don't make us go viral, nothing will, boy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. But uh, this uh, not this week, but next week on the 28th starts the last week for Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. What y'all expecting for the last week of Yee on The Breakfast Club? Bunch Hopefully. Of highlights. Yeah. Bunch of, you know, funny guests. I'm sure Donnell Rollins has stopped through. Seems to be one of her favorites, and they seem to be pretty close as a, as a show and, and talent, per se. So, um, but I think I think it's good. I hope that what she means to her is enough weight to, you know, be after something like the Breakfast Club, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but at the same time, I'm happy for her. I think it's a good, we're excited to see who they bring in there to, you know, shake things up and make it a little different. So I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, yeah. Breakfast Club stayed with some viral moments over the years. Um, I'm hoping that this, what I compare this to is like uh, 106 in Park. Um, <laughs> yeah. And only a couple of them still flourishing after 106. Like what, Terrence J. Uh, I don't be seeing AJ and Free. I don't be seeing like who was Roxy. That wasn't that her name, Roxy. Yeah. Like, um, so I'm hoping that that's not the case for Angela Yee. Um, I know she got her podcast has, has been doing very well. Uh, lip service. Mm-hmm. So you know, best of luck. Best of luck. Breakfast Club has always been classic. Classic. This with all the viral moments that they done had. You know, speaking from like the programmer side, the radio guy in me, like I am very anxious to see the replacement because the chemistry that they have is excellent. So, like, I think even like their chemistry is even better when Charlemagne or DJ Envy is missing. I think that speaks better to their chemistry because the show still sounds exactly the same. So now, like, even, like, when you hear the show now on days that she's not there, it seems a bit off. I think she brings a lot of balance to the show. And my one worry would be they, they're obviously going to get a female. Um, I don't want them to get, like, too young. Because uh, you go too young, then you might lose that older demo. Um, young Jock, he has a morning show in Atlanta. Like, they shit is, it's funny. I listen to it, but like, it's super, it's super Atlanta, so to speak. And even mm-hmm. though the Breakfast Club is in New York, you know, you got Envy and Yee who are from New York. It really doesn't sound like a New York based show. It sounds like a syndicated morning show that touches on a variety of topics. So that would be my worry. You know what I'm saying? Since they're on our radio station, I don't want it to be centrically, you know, talking about everything that's going on in New York City. So, like, that would be about one hesitation. As for her last week, man, I think they're going to knock it out the park. I think they're going to have a ton of guests on there. I think they're going to do it up big for her. I think it's going to be pretty dope. Facts. We got the Grammys coming up. We got some nominees for the best rap album. We got DJ Khaled. God did Kendrick Big Steppers. You got a uh, Jack Harlow album. You got Future mm-hmm. album, and you got Pusha T album. Out of all those albums, 
how many of them did you listen to all the way through? Two. Which ones? Khaled and Harlow. Really? <laughs> this nigga is I on actually, some other shit today, ain't he? <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why though. So the Harlow was a complete accident because I had to download this song for an event, and I was falling asleep while I was downloading music, getting ready for it. I'd have messed around and spent eleven ninety nine or whatever it was on iTunes buying the whole album trying to buy a song. So since Damn. I bought it, I listened to it and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I haven't heard Futures. I ain't heard Pusha T's. I haven't heard who else was on there. Kendrick. Uh, uh, did I hear all of that? I heard most of Kendrick's, but I can't say I heard it all. So. Uh, I listen to all of them. I listen to all of them. I don't know why Jack Harlow is nominated for this. He doesn't. This Jack's album was not that. Uh, I don't know why Khaled's uh, album was on this nominees. His album was not that. I can. There's definitely more albums out there that did not get the recognition they deserve. I think Jack's nominated for a few Grammys. Because it he was definitely not, should be nominated for Song of the Year, Rap Song of the Year for sure. With First Class. You got I that said list? Nominated. I said nominated. I Do you got that list? Here. I can dig it up. I can dig it up for sure. Um, out of these albums, um, I, y'all know I listen to the Pusha T. I listen to Pusha, Future, Kendrick, of course, and the Jack Harlow. So the only one I ain't listened to all the way through is uh the Khaled, cause I had no desire to listen to the DJ Khaled. <laughs> so, Jizzle, out of those albums that are nominated, who you think should win? Um, the Kendrick fan in me wants to say Kendrick. And I can I can see Kendrick winning this with his uh with the way his album was very introspective had a message and a meaning to it. Yeah. Um, but uh, Future I think Future should get this one. I, I think he had the biggest song of the year with Tim's. I think this was one of Future's better albums. Uh, it did what it was supposed to do. You know what I mean. I think that was the him and, either him and Kendrick. And you know what? I don't remember Pusha's album. I I might I might remember a song, but you know, from, from you talking about the album from front to back, I'll maybe remember one song. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh I think Kendrick is gonna win it for much the same reasons you said. Very introspective and it's not like that's how normally these things go with hip hop albums, especially right about now, like Either you got to be like super hippity hoppity, you almost taking it back to the essence, taking it back to 88, or you got to be like in the future and real introspective talking about yourself. So I think, <coughs> excuse me, I think Kendrick will win it, but you know, I am biased, but I think that Pusha T album is absolutely fire and that would get my vote, but I think that the, uh, Kendrick is going to win. I would vote that. Kendrick should win, but I actually think that the marketing guru of Khaled strikes again. <laughs> some, somehow, some way, he gets this Grammy because 
the things that we are wanting it to be voted on aren't what it's going to be voted on. So we are hopeful for others, but I really think they're going to let Cali get this just because. I know we didn't we didn't talk about this uh last week and it's kind of breaking news and this is in the hip hop realm. Uh Kanye twenty twenty-four just uh announced his president candidacy. <laughs> we just had Trump, I think, last couple days. Uh said he's back in the running for twenty twenty four. Twitter is gonna be a wild place <laughs> once again. Um, All right, I think it, Twitter is so. <laughs> I think if we, I think if we learned anything from them la- running last time is this shit is about to get wild. That's all I'm. That's all I'm thinking. Hot garbage, hot garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, from one hot garbage nigga to the next. <laughs> that's all I got to say, man. From from a uh, good old forty five, you know, to. Conway West. <laughs> hey, hide garbage. All right, uh, Killer, your thoughts? Uh, no. <laughs> man, just man. That's no where we at. That's where we at as a country. Man. <laughs> motherfuckers can just say they running for president and that shit makes the news. Goddamn, man. Uh, to answer your other question, uh, best rap performance, Khaled, God did with Ross Wayne, Jay Z, and John Legend, Doja Cat, Vegas, Gunna, Push and P, quality track, the uh, Glorilla, Let's Go, Kendrick, uh, The Heart Part Five, and then best male melodic performance, didn't even know that was a category, uh, that is where Jack Harlow's first class is with Kendrick Die Hard, Lotto, Big Energy, uh, Future and Tim's, Wait for You, and then uh, Khaled, Future and SZA with Beautiful. So that's where that's at. So. I just don't want to feel like I'm hating, but I'm looking at this list, and I just can't see Jack Harlow beating out anybody on any of these categories. He nominated for that song Churchill Downs for Best Rap Song, and I'm like, they nominated about four times. He gonna, they going to sneak him one off with one of them. Mm-hmm. So I – all right, so let's tackle these one at a time then. So best rap performance, like I said, is a guy did Vegas from Doja Cat, Pusha P, Let's Go, Glorilla, and uh, Kendrick, uh, Parts Part 5. Which song would y'all pick? Glorilla. I would pick Glorilla. That song was huge. Y'all think that uh, I would go with pushing P. I would definitely go with pushing P. Like I think now, especially like everything that <laughs> he's going through, <laughs> would say that that with a uh, young thug and gunner being in prison, I think that would be an epic moment for hip hop for them to win that award right there on the Grammys, and obviously they won't be there to accept it, <laughs> but I think that would be pretty mm-hmm. dope. <laughs> but shit man we got some quick hitters before we slide up out of here man uh Dizzle, you already touched on your thanksgiving plans what you got up killer um my good owner available arrangements are deep frying a turkey that i'm picking up and literally bring to my mom so that's gonna be clutch 
Um, but my mom works, uh, she worked for the VA and she loves working on her holidays where she get double time and, you know, a 40 year nurse working double time. You can imagine what that hourly rate be. So she's going to be working till like three o'clock, but my middle kid who is the cooker, the helper, the one that just likes to be over there the most, she's been over there since Friday. I will not see her probably till Thursday. Wow. Um, she has taken her break over there. She's been helping my, you know, my mom's in a walker right now. So she's been the helper to help her prepare this, get this ready, cooking stuff under my mom's direction. She kind of wanted to challenge herself, see if she could do it. So they're actually, um, they've started doing Thanksgiving already. Um, my godmother got them hip to start cooking during the week, let it cool down, freeze it. All you gotta do is heat it up on Thursday. So some of the things like greens and things that they can do like that, they've already started. So they, um, I'm be over there Thursday with them. It's always just, uh, my, my family, uh, and then my mom and stepdad. So it's real intimate. Um, we'd be definitely on the couch watching football by one o'clock. So, um, probably eating by four. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be, it'd be a chill day. That's always the question, man. What time do people eat? This is what time you and your fam eat? <sighs> this is a struggle trying to figure that out now. We got three houses to go to. Um, <laughs> My mom is doing hers at four, and then I think her mom is doing hers around four, so like three or three o'clock or four o'clock. Uh, as for us, man, we we big chill here. Um, we're gonna go up to Cleveland for Christmas, but we can stay <clears> here for Thanksgiving. And uh, as y'all know, I don't cook, so it's all on her. <laughs> <laughs> but I am there to support. You know, hopefully this sickness will be out of me so I can actually help her, you know, with cooking. But uh, I'm there for moral support, and I'll play some music for her, make sure her favorite shows are on, throw on some Christmas movies that she like to listen to while she cook. You know, I'm there to be supportive. Are y'all eating breakfast, or are y'all saving the hunger for the first bite? We eat, cuz. Y'all eating breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> I know See? I am. Oh, yeah, I do something light. Like, I might make, like, a, you know, a fried egg and bacon sandwich or something, you know, just a little a little something on the early. I'm, I'm an early bird, so that's going to be at, like, 6, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's going to be for sure the 6 o'clock hour. So by the time that 2 or 3 o'clock come in, my stomach growling. I done had three or four deviled eggs on the slide. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going <laughs> to be time. So. Yeah, definitely at least some scrambled eggs and some mimosas. I'm about to bring it in. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to break the uh, <laughs> no alcohol with some mimosas on Thursday, bruh. <laughs> so uh, we talked about this a little bit in the last segment, man. But uh, Twitter, man, Twitter is going through some crazy shit with Elon Musk. Employees walking out the job, talking about laying off people, talking about they need to be working 15-hour days. People verified. Now they got the authentic check on there as opposed to the blue check mark. Twitter, man, is it going to survive? Nah, man. Elon like to be in control of shit. Elon's just going to let this shit go crazy. And when you got people like the conglomerates of like CBS saying they done tweeting on an official capacity from their establishment, when those type of things start happening, it's going to be a domino effect because they're not going to like the the Twitter poll that allowed Trumps to get his uh, Twitter reactivated, you know, so that's going to lead to groups leaving and 
it's just it's just it's crumbling, man. It's crumbling. You came in and shook up real people's livelihood, real people's way of living. Just tell them, hey, I know we're gonna give you this check for a few extra months, but uh, you out of here. You know what I'm saying? So that's just a lot, and I don't, I don't see it surviving the 2024 year. I think it'll fall apart all 2023. That makes sense. Um, I'm a MySpace kid, and I never <laughs> thought I, I never thought I'd see the day that that was pretty much irrelevant. So I can understand, you know, when changes like this happen, uh, you can see it crumbling for real, and that may be the case, man. So where where are we gonna be jumping? Black? We going back to Black Planet? Where are we going? <laughs> no, the guys that invented Twitter, they're building something new. Okay. So just gonna migrate over there. It's always gonna be something else. Like this thing yeah. died, oh, yeah. just like MySpace, you know, what it was like from MySpace to Facebook and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. All these things come and go, you know, the tech world, they'll come up with something else to go somewhere. Just like, you know, they own people with TikTok and you have the alternative for TikTok. Don't be another place where everybody go to, you know, share their booty pics and all that shit. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> Last one for me, man. Did y'all ever watch that show with Brian Cranston, uh, Your Honor? Yes. I started that show, I want to say, two days ago, season one. I am on episode five right now. Okay, okay. So you fucking with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, so good. Okay. I, I don't know the characters' names it. though. I'll be saying the, the black dude that'd be like shit, <laughs> and I still be calling him Walter White. So I gotta learn their names. <laughs> but everybody know you talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Killer, did you fuck with it? Yeah, I, I remember. I'm pretty sure I would pass the test if given. I I remember most of what he was going through has trying to manage the judicial side and the family side and trying to get through and navigate ways and he was doing a lot of shit that he shouldn't have been but trying to save his family. I remember it was you know, I remember it being quality. Yeah, well season two drops on January thirteenth. Can't wait for that. I think that's about to be our next uh podcast show that we discussing every week, man. It's a dope yeah. show and and Dizzle, when it comes to this certain moment in the season I expect a text. You'll know it. You'll know it when it happens. <laughs> I was gonna say, I just supposed to know. Okay, you'll know. Yeah, just based off of that right there, you'll know. All right, I got you. Put it in the group chat. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 on, I'm on episode five now. I might get a couple episodes in tonight, actually. Hey man, you never know. It might happen tonight. <laughs> Well, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev, now. DJ Killer. Kev. <laughs> hey, Dizzle. We out <laughs> to next week. Peace. Peace.